Hello and welcome to Pod Culture Vultures. Oh, shut up, you tart. Perfect. Wonderful. <laughs> We're recording literally minutes since the uh, current Prime Minister, Bonza, has yeah. decided to resign. He's uh, probably going to get his hair sorted out once and for all. Over that, it's going to be go the complete opposite way. He's going to stand up. Everyone's going to be ready for it. He's just going to give him the old two fingers. And, yeah. Do one, I'm staying on. Whips his Ooh. syrup off. Sit, it, yeah, I wasn't just lying about all of that. Shoves it in. Oh, what's it going to shine on that? Exactly. Shoves it in his face, doesn't he? Yeah. Bold. Oh, Keir Starmer. Oh, like a blonde rat in the face. Steer karma. <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, so uh, you've been up to much, really? I went to see my boys' sports day the other day. Oh, yeah. Um, and this was a couple of days after I took him to see Top Gun Maverick. Oh, you took him to see it, yeah? So, and, yeah. and listen, they did all the sports day, but they did all the, the several different activities and all the races at the end. Yeah. Suddenly, Maverick. he's just off. Yeah. He's literally Kaboom. just off, and then he wins it in the oh, end. Oh, yeah, yeah, so. I bet you were so proud. I can imagine you being so proud. Oh, I was proud of him. Oh, my boy. My boy! <laughs> I said to him, oh, I knew you wouldn't let me down. <laughs> I knew it. And after that, one again was me. Now, the only bit of uh, bit of story I've got for you is I got bloody rear ended again in my car the other day. Up in your car? <laughs> in my car, yeah. <laughs> now, not too much damage, so it wasn't too bad, but it was just typical because I just picked my, na my gran up from uh, the hospital because she'd been in there like overnight. And uh, picked her up, so she wasn't, she's quite sort of frail. You know, coming back, and then bloody car goes into the back. <laughs> Poor old cow, and he shit it. <laughs> but no, no one was hurt, everything was all right, and you know. What, they just didn't hit the brakes on in time, or? No, it was it was raining, so it was a wet floor. Uh. I just don't think she, they anticipated you, you know the thing. It wasn't that hard, yeah. but it was still enough for me to. Boom. <laughs> Do you know when you get go, shit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 well, went, no. What she, <laughs> <laughs> what she did say afterwards? She just went. Oh, someone's gone in the back yet. <laughs> what do you reckon? <laughs> Diplomatic community. Now, what shall we talk about? Cult classic. 79. 1979, beautiful. Uh, the Warriors, which I didn't realise is classed as a grindhouse film. Is it? Yeah. Can you count, suckers? Who's mm. classed as a grindhouse film? When I was looking at some of the old uh, facts and stuff like that, and um, it's kind of got quite a... Some of it, I think Tarantino's been influenced with because the... The DJ that's talking over with that really cool, yeah. thing. he he has that in his in a couple of his films. And that's cool. also from um, what's that film? Is it Vanishing Point? 
Yeah. It's about the the car racing uh, the guy where the guy's being chased across like county or country and it's um Yeah. And it's got the, the, the radio DJ person. Be looking good, warrior. All the way back to Coney. You hear me, babies? Good. Real good. Adios. Nineteen seventy nine, really the cool. Warriors, set in New York. Yeah. What's it all about? Can you count suckers? <laughs> so, Can you dig it? <laughs> so basically, it's there's loads of gangs in there in New York, like uh, multiple, multiple gangs, and they all go to like a meeting, don't they? With it's a big rally, a isn't big it? rally with Cyrus. Oh, I bent my hand back. <laughs> too you got excited, didn't you? Then <laughs> gets all excited, starts uh, fringing up. Where's me other sausage then? Anyway, all these gangs meet up to try and... I think they're trying to do some sort of truce or something, aren't they? Yeah, so so the, the Cyrus, who's the leader of like the biggest gang in New York, has, has mm. come up with this idea of if, if there is a truce amongst all of the gangs in... Even in Manhattan, there's about 60,000 troops or soldiers, what he refers to them as. But the wider networks, I suppose, like New Jersey and stuff like that, it's even more. So the yeah. whole point is that they want to take over the city. city yeah. So, so it's not enough that they've got their own little districts. They want the fucking city. city. Yes. They want the lots. So he has got delusions of grandeur. Yeah, he's got delusions of grandeur and he wants it Grand down. He wants down, it all. Down, down, down. Down, down. So they set up this truce. Um, and then one rival gang decides uh, they're not really up for it. So they assassinate him. Yeah. Then they blame it on the gang that we're the warriors. The warriors yeah. from Coney Island. And then what makes this film baby. just wonderful for me yeah. Yeah. is it then just turns into a chase movie. Yeah. And I love chase movies. Think of um, Apocalypto is a chase movie. My favourite film, Last of the Mohicans. Yeah. They turn into these chase movies. And I love it. And for this one, it's literally 90 minutes of them um, trying to get back home to Coney Island. So, a uh, one detail we forgot is it's the truce is set in the Bronx. So it's the northern, yeah, the northern, um, not faction. What do they call it? It's the, uh, the five. Precinct. No, 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 no the, the five. I can't remember what they say. It'll come to me. Um, boroughs. Boroughs. Five that's boroughs it, in New yeah. York. And so it's the northern borough of New York. Mm. And they've got to get to Coney Island, which is the most southern point. In, yeah, in so they, they've got to sort of on foot and trying to get uh, jumping on the uh, tubes and that. So when so when this gang, this rival gang, shoots assassinates my uh, Miley Cyrus, <laughs> she's Miley Cyrus. She came in like a wrecking ball. <laughs> she did. <laughs> um, they blame it on the warriors because one of the warriors sees him do yeah, it, yeah. And it's the little geezer from um, Commando, isn't it? Yeah, I was just going to say that. It's David Patrick Kelly. That's it, yeah. He plays uh, Luther, his That's name it. is in this. And uh, he's, he's Sully, Sully yeah, in, in Commando, Commando, which is the one when uh, Schwarzenegger hangs him upside down over the cliff. <laughs> Remember, Sally, when I promised to kill you last? That's what it made you, you did. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> Just dropped it. I've got that as a point here. And he also played T-Bird in The Crow. He did, yeah. Ain't no coming back, man. He <laughs> killed you, there ain't no coming back. <laughs> you Motor City motherfuckers wants to bet me this one isn't... Hey! Yeah. Sorry, no. 
But actually, just, I know, skipping towards the end, I know we've got a bit more talking to do about it, but he, his character at the end, when they are on Coney, he's got those three glass bottles he's on his fingers. He's responsible for the famous line, isn't he? Yeah, and yeah. he clinks them together, doesn't he? Warriors, come out and play! <laughs> <laughs> and apparently that was improvised, wasn't it? Yeah. that little bit of pop culture for years and I, mm. I didn't watch I didn't get around to seeing the Warriors for the first time until probably about well maybe only like 10 years ago yeah. so and it's I never knew it was from there so it really surprised me that it actually came from there since watching that I've probably watched this fine film about 50 times <laughs> I, I, I do like it. I do like oh, it. it is one that you've got to pull out every year but um, yeah, yeah I, I watch this one at least three times a year but uh, yeah, so it just—it's a very simple premise, and then they've just—they've basically got to get home, back to Coney Island, back to their safe haven, mm. and as you say, they've got to navigate through all these different gangs who are all out for them, against yeah. all out for them now, and they have to. Yeah, they, they're on foot, they're on train, whatever, whatever, whatever it is, they have to get home. It's and that's, the um, and that's the point, isn't it? It's the grittiness of um, of New York at that time as well, with all the graffiti. On uh, the trains and shit everywhere, yeah. like really grubby. Like, yeah. yeah, and and obviously there was gangs and stuff roaming around, and you know it was really dodgy. Then guns and now look what we have here before us. We've got the Saracens sitting next to the Jones Street Boys. We've got the Moon Runners right by the Van Cortland Rangers. Nobody is wasting nobody. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Some of them are, like, I suppose, really over the top in terms of their presence and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's kind of reminded me a bit like Clockwork Orange gangs. It is, yeah. yeah. It's almost like, yeah, yeah. Um, almost like a video game gang. But where it's it was made in 79... Mm. You believe it because it's the sort of thing that probably would happen. That's how they yeah. would dress. Whereas if they did it these days, if some geezer turned up dressed in like a baseball uniform with his makeup and yeah, stuff, like, you wouldn't. It wouldn't nah. have the same presence, would it? But in that film, there's but, something menacing because they've them. all got different different clothes, haven't they, for their which matches their gang. But I was going to say the first gang you kind of see at the beginning is my favourite. It's just like loads of blokes all in purple and all dressed like pimps. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> just strutting down the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I think I took a picture of that actually when I was yeah. watching that. That's class, isn't it? It is class. It's absolutely class. The Chinese, a great bunch of lads. <laughs> if you have, um, the baseball furies. The baseball furies. You have the orphans who are just naff as fuck. Is that the ones that they run into when the girl comes? Along yeah, because it's the got the the, the the yeah when they run into the guy. The the guy, mm. the lead guy, he's in. He's in Batman Returns. He in Batman Returns when there's the circus gang. Yeah. He's the one with the yes, wind yeah, up thing, yeah, isn't he? Yeah. Where the, the gun comes out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's him, isn't it? Um, 
But yeah, I'll tell you one thing I, w I was really impressed with is this is like cinema where they didn't really use too much visual, I suppose visual effects was used a couple of years before with A New Hope, but these kind of films were still reliant on location and extras and stuff. Yeah. And when you see the truce at the beginning, there is yeah. way over a hundred cast members there. And they're That's all right. in their different gangs. And if you look careful, you can see all these different like, little yeah, fashions. It's, it's different brilliant. Fans. It's yeah. absolutely brilliant. But they went to that effort. Visually, it looks amazing, doesn't yeah. it? You're looking good, warrior. All the way back to Coney. You hear me, babies? Good. Real good. Adios. Again, spoiler alert if you haven't watched it. At the beginning, their leader is killed. Yeah, in, a in a horrific way. Yeah. So then there's this um, this sort of uh, how do you, how how would you put it? I suppose this conflict, isn't there, it, with the, the warriors where you've got the two guys who are just trying to ascend to being leader, even yeah. though what's the guy the, the lead guy's name? I can't remember what his name I can't is. Remember what it? his, his... It's it's something to do with the lion in it or Bray. I don't. Well, know. he's war he's war chief, isn't he? So yeah. basically, he's the He's the he's like the number two, isn't he? But he wants yeah. to be warlord. But you've got James Remar, who's also the uh, who wants to be the um, yeah the war chief. Which I've got a little film fact about that later on. You okay. probably already know what I'm going to say anyway. But I might not. But well, he's well, he's in a lot of things, isn't he? He's been in a lot of. Things. I think he's dead now. With James Remar. Yeah. Oh no, it's Michael Beck. Sorry, Michael Beck plays Swan. That's it. Swan, Swan is the he takes on the lead of the yeah of the warriors, and he and James Remar is Ajax. Ajax, Vin Fuego, Vin Fuego, or Ajax, or whatever your name is. I tell you what, I, what you know, there's there's many reasons why I love this film, and um, one I like is the intro of how it sets up all of the characters, and it's mm. as the credits roll, it's all going down the subway, aren't they? They're making their way to this truce. You don't know where they're going at the moment, nah. but they're on their way, and it just keeps cutting back. Into conversations. Conversations, yeah. isn't it? Between the members. And you, for you yeah. to get a real feel of what their characters are like. He does. He does. But also, if you look at it, it's kind of, it could be set, I mean, it's obviously set at the time it was made, but it could be set in the future. It could be set further in the past. I mean, it could even have been the same same um, world as uh, Escape from New York. Yeah, that's, I suppose, that, like timeless... Mm. Yeah, future dystopian kind of um, uh, sort of setting, isn't it? Dystopia. Mm. But also their costumes are great as well, aren't they? Yeah. Cause, I mean, they've got, with the Warriors, all they wear is their, um, they're like... Uh, gilets. Gilets, their leather gilets, their burgundy <laughs> leather gilets. Or like um, but they've all got waistcoats, some, aren't they? Well, yeah, waistcoats, but they've all got something slightly different. Like one might have like a long earring, yeah. one's got massive afro, and then you've got the other black dude who's got like the, the Indian, the Native American idea, yeah. idea going on. They've all got their own sort He's of... He's got the feathers hanging out his ear like uh, Mr. T. But they look cool, though, don't they? Yeah. They all look cool in their they own way. They all look good, yeah. They do, all of the gangs. Even the roller skate gang. <laughs> the roller skate gang, yeah. Because the geezer, that geezer they first see looks a little bit like uh, Jim Carrey, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and fucking dungarees and roller skates. And they skate. do them in the toilets, don't they? They need them in. And fucking they're fucking do them, do don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the other bit I think is funny is the, the guy we spoke about, um, David Patrick Kelly, is when he's talking in front of the uh, newsstand and he's eating that chocolate bar. <laughs> And there's just, just one poor young girl who's like obviously 
there selling us stuff. <laughs> about midnight. Yeah, and he goes, what about the money? For what? <laughs> it just looks really over the top. <laughs> hey, what about the money you owe? For what? Oh, clearly for the chocolate you've been eating. <laughs> for what? And he just lobs the half the bar back at her. <laughs> and all the other chocolate that your gang have been nicking from her. Yeah. For what? <laughs> After he's used her. It's like a rotary phone, isn't it? Yeah. He's gone like this. Do, 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 one. Yeah. yeah this, but that's another thing, isn't it? Like, if they remade it now, it would just, I think it's something, something would be lost because they'd all have mobile phones and call from anywhere. I liked that. Yeah. If they wanted to use a phone like there, they had to find somewhere which had a phone. <laughs> yeah. To do that. Yeah. I do, the, the thing with it, the film is I do find the, the the love interest the girl she's really annoying in it do you think yeah she's she's tough man <laughs> <laughs> tough walking around that her bra on little nipple showing through I, I like her because I think she she's she's a great representation of a, of a strong woman I think because yeah you know she's she's like she is she in with the orphans the I mean she or does she live there I think she's one of their sisters yeah, and she just mocks them all the time, doesn't she? But she's yeah. tough. You know, she even wants to get down with it. When she goes with the Warriors... Yeah. I think there's... um, It might be a quick skip to the end bit where I think they're, they're about to get into some conflict and Swan says, look, I just want you to stay here. Yeah. And she's like, no, I can handle it. I want to be a part of it. And, and she's not just like a damsel in distress. No. You could imagine that if she was given the opportunity, if, he, if you know, he sort of said, okay, you know, because he's obviously really looking out for her. He said, like, come on, let's go for it. Yeah. She probably could go to Tokyo. No, I really like all that about the character. It's great. I just found her annoying. I just found her just not annoying. <laughs> it's yeah. annoying. She's got an annoying face, unfortunately. An annoying face. Actually. But the the bit when they're on the, the train going back near the end and then all of <laughs> the two couples get on, like, like the old Saturday yuppies. night fevers, <laughs> yeah. aren't they? Yeah. The, the new romantic yuppies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, the cool show. They really have stepped into a world they don't want to be in. <laughs> and one of them drops her corsage or whatever it is. And uh, Swan picks it up, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> what give me that for? I don't like anything going to waste. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, smooth, mate. Fucking with rubbish. With a capital smooth. Smooth with a capital smooth. Right, so for the fact part of uh, what I found out about the film, which I thought was interesting, is um, on Coney Island there is there was an actual gang called the Homicides and they were the real gang from that area and they weren't happy at all about fictional gangs wearing their colours, which I believe obviously the... Was the Burgundy. Was the Warriors based on that. Mm. So um, in order for them... <laughs> not to get into any problems or stabbed up maybe <laughs> um all the worry all the actors that played the warriors they had to leave their um dress costumes on set when they yeah, left yeah. they weren't allowed to wear those colors and then probably not allowed to wear burgundy after a certain <laughs> <laughs> philip of burgundy nobody wears burgundy but us on this island philip of burgundy last time yeah. i met him he was known as fresh <laughs> <laughs> now he's called <laughs> you got a fact Runosh? Yeah, this is a fact that I've known for um, a long time actually, but 
James Remar, who plays Ajax, who's um, he's a real tough one. He's the one who just wants to bash people's heads in. Uh, yeah. and, and just quickly, one of my favourite scenes is that scene where because he just doesn't stop to think, um, <laughs> he sees that he sees the woman, and he's like that yeah. chick on the bench, and he go he he decides that he's going to try and get his end away with her yeah. rather than get home to safety. Yeah, because he won't listen to Swan. You know, he's kind yeah. of insubordinate. So like Swan and the other two are just like. Oh, right then, mate, jog on. Well, we're going anyway because we don't want to get done in by like a thousand gangs, whatever it is. Yeah. And uh, James Remar goes back, tries smoothing it with this woman, gets so far, she handcuffs him and ends up being a copper in yeah. disguise. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And that's, you know, that you don't see him again because he's obviously been arrested. It, yeah. But James Remar, who went on to do many more things, in fact, I think he was the most successful one coming out of this film. Yeah. He went on to play um, uh, Dexter's father That's in, right, a, in yeah. a TV yeah. show. But the one bit I, the trivia I really liked uh, out of this film with, with James Remar is James Remar was the original choice for Corporal Hicks in yes. Aliens. Yes, he was. I did, yeah. And in he, I think he played he played the part. For a good three or four weeks, they they filmed like Cameron yeah. filmed quite a lot with him before he was replaced with Michael Bean, and I think the story goes that he was just too difficult to work with. It was because he got arrested for drugs. Oh, oh, and was it? Yeah, because he so was. So he was difficult to work with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, it's in... something to do with that. He was um, he was arrested for drugs and blah 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 and lots of other stuff, and he was obviously in a bad way. So they had to recast him and, and do it because of that. But the a majority of Hicks's part in it, where you don't see his face, Paces, yeah. is James Remar. Which I thought was a lovely little trivia. It is. It's a very good piece of trivia, Kevin. Lovely stuff. No, shut up, you tart. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes so good, make you want to slap your mama. Don't it, Willie? Yeah, boy. Hey, mama. What the hell you want with... Anyway, it's time for a new section. Section. Section of the podcast. Yes. This is called the TV tip bit from Pod Culture's past. Past of Pod Culture. So what we're going to have a look at, Kev, is obviously the A Team is a huge part of uh, of pop culture. It's classic. That is classic Queen. <laughs> <laughs> now. I reminded reminded myself that there was a um, <laughs> there was an episode of the A Team that featured Boy George. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, really. Right, so we're gonna go and we're gonna have a quick look at this now, and then we'll play it and <laughs> just comment on it as we go. Works with I'd like to introduce you to some very good friends of mine. This is Hannibal Smith. How are you doing? Hi, I did. And uh, B.A. Barakas. Hi, uh, this place is uh, <laughs> really American, but I think the people like us once they hear the music. Boy George. Wow. That was awkward. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, this valley, you know, it may not be keyed to your uh, audience demographics, George. <laughs> Everybody likes Culture Club. Hey, you're You're great. And he's actually singing in it. Brilliant. <laughs> yes, I'm doing a gig in it. A big cowboy album. The classic band. The classic band. What about that building you saw? No, forget about that. They said something about the airport. Being hit a classic. Classic, like driving, TV driving. Hey, 
Hey, who are you guys? We're the A-Team. The A-Team. So that. That's incredible. That's madness, isn't it? Absolute madness. I go, it's like a young British goth yeah. with the A-Team, isn't it? Look at that hairdo, like a proper pineapple, wouldn't it? <laughs> it's just, a, just the last. Oh, come on, everybody loves Coach Club. Club. <laughs> but it's so cut good. to him singing. It's the GBA. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Steady on there, boy. Everybody loves Coach Club. But yeah, that that's was incredible. Uh, that was I never little... even knew that existed. I used to watch Eighteen all the time. Your fate. <laughs> so the. <laughs> I've been trawling around the internet again, right, okay. trying to uh, trying to find a, a bit of trivia okay. for you. A bit of weirdness on weirdness. the old in- internet. Now, I'm going to read you the headline here. Yeah. Woman who married ragdoll has made a baby ragdoll she calls their child. That is weird. It is. <clears throat> a woman who says she fell in love and married a ragdoll her mother made for her says she has now got a baby with him. <laughs> There's not much you can't marry these days. Wasn't no. there a woman who married a car once? Yeah, but this is bizarre. Um, 37-year-old, she complained to her mum that she was single and wanted someone to dance with, so she got her needle and thread out and created Marcelo. Uh, she said they fell in love and she fell pregnant. She even claimed <laughs> they put on. F- <laughs> she even claimed she put on four pounds during her pregnancy. Not wanting to give birth out of wedlock, she arranged a wedding in front of two hundred and fifty family and friends before going on honeymoon to Rio de Janeiro. Now, Kev, I'm going to show you a picture of the family. Okay, so that's with the uh, with the woman. So I'll take it the human suffice then. The woman and Marcelo and their little kid. Here she is. (laughs) 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 It's insane. (laughs) Pictured with husband Marcelo and the baby they created together. Right now. Baby's arms are massive. <laughs> They're massive, aren't they? <laughs> right. No, they don't. He look... looks like Ronnie Cox at the end of Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. Right. He looks like David Brent. <laughs> <laughs> That's supposed to be his mouth, not a goatee. Um, <laughs> the... There's the wedding day. <laughs> He's got no clothes. <laughs> It don't look like a rag doll. It looks like a scarecrow, doesn't Diplomatic it? Diplomatic immunity. Now, no. just I've realised the other day that um, Kevin Smith's doing Clerks 3 and... Yes, oh, so he's actually doing it now? He's done it, pretty much. Oh, he's done it? Pretty much uh, finished. So I, I saw on... Um, Tuesday that the release of... The trailer was going to be last night. Now, neither of us have watched this yet. So we're going to close out this episode by watching... We're going to watch the Clerks 3 trailer. Okay. And then we'll give our reaction to it. Ready? Go. We'll make the screen a bit bigger. Saucy. 
<laughs> What's the movie gonna be about? It's about him working here. Meta. Everything in the script is something either me or someone I know says. I'm not even supposed to be yes. here today. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Jay and Silent Bob could be characters. Jay and Silent Bob are like C-3PO and R2-D2. They've been here since the first movie, which was the last time they were cool. But they've been with the franchise so long, they still give them cameos and put them on the lunchboxes. Believe in you. You put in that stuff you used to say about the Death Star contractors. Get sued by Disney. No way. <laughs> now that's what I call acting! <laughs> Take off your pants. Uh, what the hell is this? I added a scene where you get shot. I'm not letting you kill me off in the third act. What if there's a sequel? A sequel? What am I, a hack? <laughs> <laughs> I think it needs more weed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I want you to tell all your friends about me. So, um, okay, let's close this off there. So if they, if any of the listeners have got any questions they want to ask us, yeah, just pop us over an email to podculturevultures at gmail, please. And you can find us on social media. Lovely jubbly. So that's it for us talking bollocks this week. Catch you on the flippity flop. Goodly bye, though. Gotta keep them separated. I love it when a plan comes together. This is great banter. It really is.